You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. Wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Super Bowl. Wrapping things up, kind of wanted to give you some thoughts that I had upon that. Uh, first of all, no conspiracies here. No uh, refs getting paid off. No NFL script. No secret plot to uh, launch Taylor Swift or even Beyonce's new album. Nope, none of that. It is what it is. Like, and, and look, when you're, when you got the best quarterback, when you got a good coach, uh, when you got, you know, really good players like uh, like Kelsey, you got a really good defense, really good defensive coordinator. You win lots of games, you know, and, and that's why they are where they are. And, and it is what it is. I don't like it. You don't like it. But what it is is a dynasty. Like there's there's no denying it at this point. Uh, three and four years. I mean, that's it. That's the definition. <laughs> you know? So, um, that's that. You know, and I think that as we look at it now, we're not quite halfway through the decade, but the Chiefs are probably the team of the decade. You know, unless the Bengals can really, uh, really go nuts in the next few years, you know, and do something to compete with that. Um, you know, I, I said before, I didn't want the Chiefs to win because I didn't want them to, uh, I didn't want Mahomes to be up on Burrow. Uh, by seemingly an unsurmountable amount, uh, but he is. That's where we are, <laughs> you know. Uh, and it's not—it's not insurmountable. Like it's—it's it, it's possible, but there's no reason to even talk about it right now. Let's just talk about number one, and uh, and we'll go from there. So that's that. Uh, now, as we look at, like I said, good game. I think a couple of things I want to point out. Like, like we're always complaining about overtime rules and changing these rules and adding this and that and, and it, like it's still not any different like you know the only difference is that the if if they had the old rules um you know the 49ers went <laughs> you know but it's still not not even it's still not equal because there's still that that knowing you know uh that, that comes along with things so the chiefs almost went three and out um like they could have gone three and out, but they had to go four and fourth out, obviously. Uh, and and then then they put a drive together. You know, if they got the ball first and were in that situation, and again, you know, if you get the ball first, maybe your play calls are different. You know, your third down play call might be, you know, you you should be uh, accounting for the fact that you're going for it on fourth down anyway. Uh, so it's almost like a second down. But anyway, like you're, you're not going to go for it on fourth down back in your own territory in overtime uh, when if they score, they win the game. That's that's asinine. Um, it's not going to happen, right? And conversely, if they had scored on the first drive and the, the 49ers get the ball, well, the 49ers then would have gone for it 
uh, deep into their uh, their own, or to me, deep into the red zone uh, on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal. So, like, you're still in that situation, you know? The, the, there's still the knowledge uh, gap that exists uh, in there. So, I don't know. I just... I tend to not complain about these things because, honestly, like, when, when in regulation, you know what I mean? Um, that's always been my take, like, like, figure it out, like, whatever the situation is, figure it out, and, like, under the old rules, it's like, all right, get a freaking stop. Bengals did it, right? <laughs> Bengals, Bengals did it, they created a turnover. Um, I think that will be examined by Shanahan, I, that, you, you know, maybe you Maybe you should have realized that Patrick Mahomes is probably going to go down there and score a touchdown. Um, and, I mean, you know, that's having faith in your defense, I guess. But uh, maybe they should have gone for it there. I don't know. And then, you, even worst-case scenario, you're giving them the bad field position and making them drive to get the field goal. Anyway, ifs and buts. Ifs and buts. All it is. Um, I thought that, like, Shane's taking a lot of heat. I, I thought Shanahan... Versus uh, Spagnola was a was a really good freaking uh, battle there, um, and you know, like yeah, they, they they went dry for a little bit there in the second half, but man, I, I thought it was a great game, I, I, and I thought that was the matchup you wanted. And look, at the end of the game, like you don't, to me, you don't want to end up with Steve Wilkes against Andy Reid. That's where you're losing. I think Spagnola versus. Shanahan, you got a chance. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, but I don't think uh, Reed versus Wilkes wasn't wasn't going to go well for them. Anyway, um, now let, let, let's just talk a little bit about uh, where both these teams are coming from. Both these teams, very good on defense. Uh, very good secondaries. Young, for, for the most part, secondaries. Um, and very, very talented Defensive lines, pass rushers, interior pass rushers, uh, lots of even like some underachieving talent, you know, with with Kinlaw, uh, for example, with Chase, for example. But like, still some cats, you know, like like you, you got a, a a deep and talented group at defensive line. You got a lot of athleticism, a lot of things that, that they have to deal with. Um, we got some pretty good linebackers on both sides of the, both sides uh, of uh, the field um, in that case. So you know, defenses don't really have a whole lot of holes. And you know, like what I was just saying about Wilkes, I didn't mean that really as a as a negative towards Wilkes. I think Wilkes is a very good coach, um, but Reed was going to have his number. Like that that just that wasn't a matchup I loved. Um, but I, I I thought that the matchup uh, between Shanahan and Spagnola was a little bit more even. Um, so looking at the offensive side of the ball, obviously you got diff- completely different situations at quarterback. Although Purdy is very young and, and talented, but he's always the he's the new guy. Uh, you know, he's he definitely had some some hiccups. Uh, he definitely was you know, projecting some things at times, and you know, definitely a different kind of play style uh, than. You see uh, with Patrick Mahomes, right? Because there's only one, right? They broke the mold with that guy. But uh, offensive line-wise, 
but both pretty solid, not necessarily great, to be honest with you. Like, like there's some, there were some issues on those lines. There were some Cordell Cordell Volsons on the, on those lines. All right, um, let's not act like there weren't. Uh, and you know, the, those those holes were were there. They were present. Um, it was really a battle up front, though. You know, I thought both both sides of the, the line they uh, they really fought there. Both really good tight ends. Um, couple of the best in the league. You know, we talked about this before that most of the best tight ends in the league were were around uh, for the championship weekend. Uh, so that's something something very different uh, as you look at these things. Comparing the Bengals uh, to these teams, you know, you've got Burrow, who's right in that 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 tier. I think I think Mahomes is his own tier, right? Until somebody else proves that's not true. Uh, but Burrow's as close as you can get. And um, you look at the the running back situation. You know, do the Bengals have the the dynamic bit that that uh, you're getting from a Pacheco or from a I, um, McCaffrey, well, maybe with Chase, maybe there's something there, but we haven't really seen that yet with, with Chase Brown. Um, so that's a bit of a two beat to Durman, but probably a no, um, at least for now. Yeah, it's hard to really give it any more than that, uh, at this point. Tight end, obviously they're way behind the ball with that. All right. They're, they're behind on the offensive line, uh, compared to these groups. Um, I think from a... Uh, receiver standpoint, they're far better uh, than any of these, either of these teams, and even the Niners. Like I know there's some guys that people like there, and those guys are good. Those guys are nothing compared to the guys that the Bengals have. Um, so huge, huge win there. Uh, you know, out of the quarterback position, but yeah, it's 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 the tight end running back on which the lines, the the center, the center of the of the field there, uh, where the Bengals are. Are definitely lacking uh, compared to to the the competition as we look at that. Um, then we, we flip over the defensive side of the ball and look that Hopper was hurt last year. <clears throat> I think we need to remember that. I think Miles Murphy had some really good uh, really good pressure rate, some really good potential there. Joseph Osai was coming off of an injury, so I think at the defensive end position, you're close to having that depth. Uh, that we're talking about, you know, for having a lot of a lot of juice uh, and, and depth and talent at that spot. Um, if some of those things work themselves out, I think you're pretty close there. Where you're not is in the the defensive tackle position. Um, you know, you've got BJ who's, who's a very good player. Um, you've got DJ Reader who was banged up, and we don't even know if we're going to have him next year. All right, so. You know, that's a bit of a question mark. They don't have, uh, they definitely don't have the pass rush juice. We've been talking about that for a while. They lost it with Og- with when Ogunjobi went out the door. So, I mean, that that's definitely a, a shortcoming. I think maybe they're there defensive end wise, but they are not defensive tackle wise compared to these these guys. Um, linebacker wise, nobody is anywhere near, like just like the Bengals, like it blow you away. No matter who the hell you are uh, at the wide receiver position, um, I would say that the the 49ers are like that when it comes to the linebacker. Um, you know, Greenlaw went out early. We don't talk enough about how good he is because of who the other guy is. <laughs> you know, because the other guy's the 
you know, arguably the best in the league. So that is really good. I think the Bengals pair when they're playing um, are better than what uh, what what the Chiefs have though. All right, we we had some uh, some issues, some shortcomings this year. Obviously, uh, Wilson was hurt um, for a while in there. Uh, Pratt wasn't quite what he was in contract year. Pratt, so hoping to get that guy back, see that guy back. Um, it was just some kind of some in- inconsistency there. And I really feel like people always say about Reader that he's the most important player on the defense, and and he was. Um, but I feel like this year was Pratt because when Pratt was was on. The defense was really good. And when Pratt was not on, it was... Yeah. Anyway, moving back in the secondary, and I think, look, Cam Taylor-Britt took a step. He needs to take another step. But, like, we see the raw athleticism. We see the ability there. Um, He's a really freaking good player. DJ Turner, I'm telling you, is a good-ass player. Like, man, he has some really good flashes. I know there were some, some miscues in there, right? Splitting time with, with, with Cheeto. He's going to be the guy next year. They're going to give it to him. He's going to take it over. And I think that that pair is going to be really, really freaking good. All right. So, hey, they're young. There's potential there. And it's not quite there yet, but they're, they're young and there's that potential there. We're moving to the slot. Um, I love what you get out of Hilton, right? And, and, and I think we're comparable, uh, you know, in there and, and probably more dynamic and versatile really than, than what you have for either of these teams uh so like where they're like where they're getting there um gotta build a little bit of depth because the depth is really young and, and experienced too uh when you get past those guys and then we moved into the, into the secondary and, and look it's time for these guys to take a take a jump too battle came out freaking swinging all right which look they they talked about his brain they talked about how smart he was so you know it's good we should kind of expect a guy who's going to be like that to, to transition quickly. I'm going to tell you right now, like, we had this conversation last year about Dax Hill, Rob Livingston, who now works for Dion, said, I have so many things to worry about, and Dax Hill is not one of them. I'm telling you, it's the same. I'm doubling down on that, all right? And then the new secondary coach can... Uh, you know, well, he's, yeah, he, he's in-house. But, like, I think he'll feel the same way about it. Like, Hill's going to be good. He's working some things out. It was his first time, you know, starting full-on. He's playing in kind of a different position. Um, they're going to be really good with him. He's going to be really good. Uh, let it happen. All right? I, I think, like, they don't even, like, really talk about it, I feel like. And also, Dax Hill played more snaps on defense than anybody else this year <laughs> for the Bengals. He was the number one. I think I, it was like one snap or something he didn't play. Um, like his percentage is, is 99.5 or something ridiculous like that. So he's seen a lot of action. They weren't trying to take him out. Right? They weren't trying to sell him out. Um, he, he, if they were concerned about him, you would have saw more of Battle and Nick Scott, right? That wasn't the problem. That wasn't what they were really concerned about. Yeah, there were some miscues. Yeah, there were some big misses. It's a process, and I expect that to be better next year. I just, like, when we look at the corner room, I, I, there was this weird thing last year where, like, 
Cam Taylor Britt had some issues early, and then he kind of worked them out, right? And I, and I think some people got stuck in that early phase. The problem with, with, with defensive backs is that they don't show them properly on TV, so you usually only see them if they're getting a pick or they're getting their ass kicked. Um, and so I think we get these mental images of guys getting their asses kicked. He got a lot better over the course of the year. Um, you know, he took a step up this year. Like I said, I wasn't, yeah, I want a little bit more. Um, I expect a little bit more. It wasn't quite the job I, I wanted. But I think, I think we're going to see the same thing uh, out of DJ Turner this year, right? And there's, there's that crew, right? There's those people, right? People are talking. They need a corner. They need a corner. They need a corner. I'm saying negative. He's a man. He's going to be a freaking dude. I'm telling you. He's going to be a freaking dude. And we're going to be talking about, man, which one of those guys is better in the very, very near future. Um, so, yeah, when we compare those things, no, like they're not where those guys are. But I think they have some key pieces to be able uh, to develop into into that sort of thing. Right. Um, you can talk about, man, you know, uh, Turner's size. I don't. It doesn't matter. Like, watch freaking Big Duffy balling out. Right, uh, this weekend. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. All right. Um, you know, you, you control your, you, you try and control your matchups as much as you can. Maybe use Taylor in certain situations, certain alignments, and things like that. But it doesn't really freaking matter. Anyway, so that's my take uh, on the Super Bowl. My kind of feelings about where the Bengals are. I've got lots of stuff coming where we're gonna kind of review and look forward a little bit, uh, position by position, um, and. That's going to be, uh, you know, those are those are ongoing. Those are coming out right now. Uh, as we get closer, I'm, I'm, I'm diving, delving deeper into uh, film, and we'll be evaluating the tape. <laughs> we'll be evaluating uh, what to do, uh, what the Bengals should be looking at uh, is in terms of the draft. Uh, so awesome, more stuff coming out. I think I'm going to do a position by position draft needs. Uh, some potential targets, some potential fits uh, in some of those spots. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Coming soon to a Cincy Jungle near you. Peace. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts.